and thank you for opening up your home and heart to God's message of hope and salvation. I am the voice of one. Some 2,000 years ago, a transformative figure walked the earth, changing the world for good. Born of a virgin to humble foster parents, this man, who learned the carpenter's trade, became a renowned preacher, not only within his nation, but also across surrounding regions. For about three and a half years, he walked signs and wonders, healing the sick, liberating the demonically oppressed, and performing miracles that astounded many. His acts included making the lame walk, restoring sight to the blind, feeding thousands freely, and even raising the dead, including one that had been dead for four days. Who is this man? Contrary to expectations, he did not align with political, social, or economic agendas. His primary focus was positively influencing lives and restoring an estranged relationship between humanity and Almighty God. Through a diverse group of about 120 individuals, he began to reshape the world with the gospel of God's kingdom, a legacy still ongoing today. Who is this man? He was subject to a criminal's death, though guilty of no crime. Three days later, he emerged victorious over death, fulfilling the prophecy in Isaiah chapter 53, which foretold of his suffering, rejection, and the redemptive purpose of his death. Isaiah's prophecy stated that he has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. By crucifying this man, humanity inadvertently played a role in God's grand plan. As it is written, had the rulers of this age, that is the principalities and powers, the rulers of the darkness of this age, the spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, and Satan, their master, known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 to 15, explains that through his death, God forgives sins, cancels debts, and disarms spiritual rulers, triumphing over them. When this man was crucified, demons rejoiced and celebrated because they thought that it was all over for him. Little did they know that he would resurrect, disarm them, and make a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them as he led them captive in a victory procession before his Father, God Almighty. Thus, today, all human beings being held captive by Satan, and that is everyone, regardless of title, position, fame, wealth, nationality, civilization, etc., can become free because of this man's death and resurrection. For this same reason, God took away our sins and transgressions, which estranged us from him, and now it is possible for us to once again enjoy fellowship with God. Who is this man? The subject of numerous controversies, he epitomizes paradox. He is both man and God, lamb and lion, suffering king and reigning king, and judge and deliverer. He embraced poverty and gave us his abundant grace. He died and gave us eternal life. He resurrected and gave us the power to overcome sin and temptation so that we would never again be captives of sin and Satan. 
compassionate and desiring none to be condemned, he is humanity's savior from eternal damnation. He was revealed to us as Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, he is known by the titles, Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In John chapter 1, verse 29, John the Baptist said he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. In John chapter 14, verse 6, he referred to himself as the way, the truth, and the life. In Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 and 13, he is called faithful and true and the word of God. He is the only begotten son of God and heir of all things. It is written of him in John chapter 1, verse 3, all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, he is referred to as the brightness of God's glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Indeed, he upholds the planets. Hence, though the earth continually rotates about an invisible axis, nothing turns upside down. Everything is upheld in place by his powerful word. John chapter 1 verses 4 and 5 portray him as the source of life manifesting as light in any human being who receives his life, which Satan and his cohorts can neither comprehend nor apprehend. Such a person becomes a mystery, indeed an enigma to them. Jesus is the judge through whom the whole world will be judged, yet he is compassionate and desires that none be condemned to hell. Hence, he is the savior of humankind from the sentence of eternal damnation. To deliver many from this horrible sentence of eternal damnation, he came to the earth and died the death of a sinner, so that all who would accept his death as payment for their sins can be saved from eternal death. Despite rejection by the Jews, his people by nativity, and the continued rejection of many of them today, as many as receive him, regardless of nationality, skin color, language, and tongue, gain the right, power, authority, and privilege of becoming children of God and joint heirs with Jesus. What a man, what a God, what a privilege. While all humans are creations of God, only those welcoming Jesus into their lives become children of God and joint heirs with Christ. What is on offer? Eternal life. Jesus came into this world to pay the price for sin so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you are seeking everlasting life, also known as eternal life, you will find it only in Jesus Christ, as it is written in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Only through Jesus is there salvation and eternal life. Establishing a relationship with Jesus leads to eternal life. Salvation is freely available to you now, provided you forsake your sinful ways and turn to Jesus in humility and repentance, confessing him as the son of God and savior from sin, and he will receive you. He said in John chapter 6, verse 37, the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. Jesus is inviting you to confess him as savior and the son of the living God now, with the assurance of salvation and transformation into a child of God. Why not accept his invitation and come, receive, welcome, and worship him along with us today and forever? All you need do is admit that you are a sinner, and indeed you are. As Romans chapter 3 verse 23 emphasizes, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every sinner needs to be saved from the stranglehold of sin and God's judgment on sinners. And Jesus Christ is the only Savior who can truly save and deliver by believing and confessing him as a son of God and savior, you shall be saved and given the rights, privileges, power, and authority to become a child of God. Whether you are male or female, rich or poor, known or unknown, black, white, yellow, red, brown, whatever.
In summary, this man, Jesus, is a pivotal figure in history, our records pivot around his coming into the world. We have B.C. before Christ and A.D. Anno Domino or after his coming. His life, death, and resurrection have a profound impact on humanity with his teachings continuing to influence the world. His offer of salvation, eternal life, and a transformed identity to a child of God remains open for all to embrace. You can celebrate his victory and partake in the divine privilege of becoming a child of the living God, born by the Spirit of God without human intervention, if you will only repent of your sins and confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Everlasting Father, King of kings and Lord of lords, I want to thank you for your word which you have shared in our hearing today. I ask Almighty God, as many as have listened in and are willing to honor the invitation of the Lord Jesus Christ to come to him for their salvation, I pray, Almighty God, that you will grant them that salvation speedily with the assurance and evidence of eternal life unto them. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.